Welcome to Literacy Mike, where we have conversations about learning. I'm your host for today, Ethan Myers. Literacy Mike is a podcast produced by Washtenaw Literacy. The views of the guests are their own. Believing that literacy is the foundation for a sustainable community, Washtenaw Literacy provides literacy support, free of charge, to adults through a network of trained tutors. In today's episode, Program Coordinator David Christensen talks to Marty Friedberg and his wife, Beth Dugdale. Marty was an English as a Second Language Tutor, also known as ESL, for eight years, during which time he and Beth organized numerous Thanksgiving dinners with his learners. Please join us today as Marty and Beth share their wonderful and transformative stories with us. Thank you both for joining me today. So I know that after eight years of tutoring, Marty, that you must have a lot of great stories about your experiences. Could you share with our listeners your story about your learner Thanksgiving? Well, that'll be Beth's story, actually. So we'll turn that right over to her. Oh, okay. Well, part of living in America, of course, is celebrating the holidays. And they were not sure of what Thanksgiving meant or what a Thanksgiving meal was. So I decided that I would take this particular group of about six women and we would make a Thanksgiving dinner together. So I had them over to our house and I have a giant island and we perched around the island in our little aprons. And each one made part of the Thanksgiving dinner, like the turkey, the gravy, the mashed potatoes, Marty's incredibly wonderful, which I hate, um, jello cranberry salad that <laughs> they learned to make that and everything else that goes with oh and pie of course and then this was about two weeks before Thanksgiving and then on Thanksgiving they gathered up their spouses and children and came over to our house 22 of them and each one of them made part of that Thanksgiving meal and we shared it and it really truly was <laughs> just the best Thanksgiving ever it was wonderful we did that four successive years uh, because it was so popular, yeah. most of the most of the time with the same people, but you know, one or two in and out of the group and so on. But it was a, it was a fabulous time. We really, really enjoyed it. That's great. So there are a lot of, you know, I'm thinking as an ESL tutor, there are a lot of potential cultural events that you could, you know, pick to um, spend some time with, you know, teaching your learners. And so what was it about Thanksgiving that made you, you know, choose this as the sort of, as a cultural event to focus on? Well, through the course of, of, of the class, you know, anytime there was something cultural or something involving an American holiday, I'd always delve into that with the group. So they would have a better understanding of what was going on around them. But the Thanksgiving thing, you know, maybe as opposed to even the 4th of July, or maybe like the 4th of July, it's just a time of coming together and celebrating. The 4th of July would be perhaps less meaningful to them coming from other countries. But the thanks, but the idea of sharing food, because in other cultures, people get together and share food. So that was, so that was the, the beginning of that whole idea. Great. Thank you. So I just want to think about the night itself. So it sounds like there were, you know, there were two nights or you had your sort of pre-session where you came together and practiced everything. And then you had everyone over for Thanksgiving. And so for thinking about the actual night of Thanksgiving, I want to do a little like sensory memory. Like, what do you remember about that night? Like, how did it smell? What did it sound like? You know, what are the sort of, what are the senses that come to mind for you when you think back on that night? Well, the first event 
And one that we still talk about were the mashed potatoes. These were, <laughs> ma- these were mainly Asian folks. And mashed potatoes are not a thing. <laughs> but one woman made her mashed potatoes and brought them, and everybody loved the mashed potatoes. So she, to this day, she is the mashed potato star. So that was one thing. But the other thing was seeing all the kids there. I mean, and the kids were just gorgeous. They were so much fun. So everybody was babbling and talking and all in English <laughs> in various accents. And uh, it, it was it was just wonderful. It was it was happy and it was sharing and it was just fun. Yeah, sensory wise. It was it was an obvious obviously it was a it was a joyful event. And whereas Beth said everybody was talking in English, that wasn't true necessarily all the time. We had uh, Koreans, Japanese, and one Taiwanese woman involved in these. Um, and so there was some talking back and forth in their own languages, but, you know, but most of it was in English and it was all, it was just a really good feeling. Great. Thank you. So were there any other favorite dishes that uh, people prepared there apart from the mashed potatoes? Well, okay. I'm going to jump in on that one. As Beth already suggested, one of my favorite things at holiday at Thanksgiving is cranberry jello salad. My mom used to make that. I loved it. So, you know, the recipe got passed on to Beth and she made that for the, or that was one of the things that she taught the group to make. Well, it was served then at that Thanksgiving with 22 people and they went nuts over it. They loved it. I mean, they couldn't get enough of it. We still today, but most of these folks have gone back to their own countries now because a lot of them were over here working for Toyota or, you know, spouses of researchers at U of M, whatever. So they're most back in their own countries. But we still get on Thanksgiving or about that time, we still get emails from some of these folks where they have made cranberry jello salad for some get together they're having in their own countries and they send us pictures because they want us to remember it <laughs> but i also must add they they also think it could be dessert <laughs> oh, sure. i tend to agree with them <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, in, in fact i can remember a couple of the folks a couple of the guys specifically and when they first tasted it, they said oh oh this is dessert yeah. and then it was only the second or third you know third thing they had tasted in the in the meal. They were surprised they were having that already. And then the other thing, of course, is pumpkin pie. Um, you know, that's uniquely an American thing. And they, they really dove into that as well. They just love it. Mm-hmm. You know, so you said you did it four years in a row having these learners over. Are there any like stories that you want to share from the subsequent <laughs> years of, um, you know, hosting this Thanksgiving with them? It was pretty much the same each year because, uh, of course, by the second, third, and fourth years, most of the participants now already knew how to prepare the particular dish that they had learned how to prepare the first time around. Mm-hmm. So it became easier in that sense, and Beth didn't have to do a, a refresher class as she did, you know, in the very first class. One of the one of the, <laughs> one of the things that I remember was at the end of the meal, we were all just kind of sitting around talking, and I, I like to do card tricks. So I brought out a deck of cards. I started doing card tricks for this group, which, and of course, knowing my fabulous ability at card tricks, which <laughs> totally amazed them. But there was one young girl who understood this was magic. And she was very, she was only about four years old at the time. And every time she came to her house after that, for the next three or four years, the first thing she would say, Artie, do magic, do magic. <laughs> so that came out of Thanksgiving. <laughs> And every year I had to learn a new trick that she hadn't seen before just to keep her impressed. (laughs) 
Interested in how you can get involved with Washtenaw Literacy? Come and learn about volunteer options at an ABC's of Washtenaw Literacy Information Session. Sessions are frequently offered, so find one that best fits your schedule at washlit.link forward slash ABC's. That's W-A-S-H-L-I-T dot L-I-N-K forward slash A-B-C-S. Thank you for listening to Literacy Mike. In part two of their conversation, Marty and Beth moved beyond Thanksgiving to explore some of their other experiences with their learners, like gazing at the stars and reuniting across the globe. Let's rejoin them now. So um, I know from your fundraising story from last year, Marty, that there were also um, other activities that you um, did with your learners. Can you share any stories about those other activities? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, lots of them. Um, well, but again, one of my focuses was to try and help them understand American culture and you know things that we do here that they don't do in their own country. So I tried to involve them in things outside the class itself. Now, at that time, we were we were using a classroom at Washtenaw uh, Community College. And if you recall back then, maybe still they have a, a restaurant inside the student union there that's run part of the cuisine program or the culinary program. Um, so several times after class, once a month, we would go over and we would all have lunch together. And, you know, so that was just a way of kind of furthering the experience of having food together. And Washington Community College would always have a different theme. One time it was, a, you know, an Asian theme for, for lunch. One time it was a, you know, French theme, whatever. So that was kind of fun for all of us because we got to taste different kinds of foods and, and share that, that experience. Yeah, the, we went to the DIA, uh, took them there for, you know, a couple hour field trip. We went to Matawi Tile. Uh, we took them over to our cottage in Canada. We have a cottage that's really only about an hour and a half from Ann Arbor. So uh, each summer, we actually had our group come over to Canada and they enjoyed the day, you know, right on Lake Erie and uh, took them out on a boat, even let them drive the boat, which thrilled them all. Of <laughs> uh, let's see, other stories. Um, let's see, Motawi Tile. Looking at the stars. Like. Oh, yeah. One of, one of our Korean couples came over actually for a weekend uh, and they were both from Seoul um, and had basically grew up in Seoul and frankly had never seen the stars because of city lights, not even mm-hmm. out in the country outside of Seoul. So here we are on the, on the edge of Lake, uh, Lake Erie at the, at the cottage, went outside you know, late at night and they looked up and they saw the stars and they, they were just amazed because they had never seen that before. Wow. And so you also mentioned uh, to me before that you were able to go to uh, some of your learners' home countries. What was that like? That was fabulous. I'll let, I'll let Beth tell. Maybe we'll both tell part of the story, but I'll let Beth start it off. Okay. It was so exciting to go to Asia because we had never been. But then to meet people who actually lived there and each in each country, the two or three people that who had been our students just adopted us and took care of us and took us places and showed us things and fed us. And sometimes we stayed at their house. One time they had a special event set up for us, which was to stay in an ancient place in the um, in, Korea. You, in, in yeah, Korea. In Korea. Uh-huh. Please describe it. The, well, it was, it was an old, it was in, uh, in Seoul and it was an old traditional Home. Korean home, not not just a not, not not a lower class type home, but a very very nice you know jade floors and all that sort of thing, and they had arranged for us to stay overnight in that home. 
and we slept on the jade floors. They were warmed, yeah. you know, warmed floors with a, just a mat. You know, we did it the Korean way, and then we had a Korean breakfast. We got our robes, and you know, we were king and queen of the, of the not the palace, but the, the home, if you will. That was quite an event. Yeah, they, they they just treated us royally the whole time. In Japan, we actually did a reunion of everybody from Japan that had had been part of my classes, and we had at that reunion probably what sixteen people, I would guess, along husbands and a couple of the kids and so on. So that was a great time to get them all back together as well as reunion for them, as well as it was for us. Yeah. What did that uh, reunion look like? What did you do? Well, we got together in a restaurant and uh, all, you know, had this nice buffet restaurant type thing. And um, then I, I passed out some little diplomas to each one of them as being a, uh, a graduate of my, of my classes from Washington literacy and so on, which really thrilled them. Uh, but it, again, it was just a lot of fun. A lot more talking mm-hmm. in Japanese than there was in English in that particular case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. But it was fun. They really, they really enjoyed that. That's great. Thank you. Okay. So I think, you know, these are sort of all of the main topics that I wanted to ask you about. Um, is there anything else about your um, experiences with your learners that you would like to share? For my part, this was as rewarding for me, maybe even more so than it may have been for them. I mean, granted, they were learning English and they all did really well. They, they came to me as basically medium or middle, you know, middle. Intermediate. Yeah. Intermediate. Thank yeah. you. They came to me as intermediate students. So it's not that I had to like Beth had to start from the very beginning and figure mm-hmm. out what socks mean. <laughs> so it was easier for me to do that. And, you know, we read some books together and focused on cultural things and holidays and, you know, just basically expanding their 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 vocabularies. But it was a very rewarding thing for me. I looked forward every week. Actually, yeah, every week I was getting together with them. I mean, I really genuinely looked forward to that time that we had together. And as a result of all of the things we told you about, we, you know, we all became friends. They were much more than students or learners. Uh, we have become friends and still keep in touch with all of them at Christmas time with cards and so on, and even other times. So that's what it meant for me. Beth, how about you? Well, it was a way for me to help out what Marty was doing. Um, and I, I loved it as well. I mean, I loved the women. And I loved learning about their food and their things. I, you know, I took them to a supermarket and wandered around so that they could ask questions about things that they weren't sure of because they're very, very different. And, of course, the first thing they pounced on was an artichoke. <laughs> what is that? How do you eat? <laughs> so... I ended up cooking artichokes and Marty took some into class so they could find out because there's no way you can explain an artichoke. (laughs) So, you know, it was just, it was just good fun. It was, it was like getting together with good friends all the time. So no, I enjoyed it too. Great. Awesome. So I think, yes, these are all the questions I have for you today. What I'm going to do is I will um, re, you know, I'm going to go back and listen to our, um, conversation. And I was wondering if there's any, you know, detail or particular story where I'm like, Ooh, I want to know more about this. Would you mind if I, uh, if I reached back out and we could oh, maybe sure. do a round sure. two. Awesome. Sure. Yeah. Great. We can awesome. even tell them again in case <laughs> okay. we put any bad words in, but I don't yeah. think we did. Oh, sure. <laughs> uh, David, a, a few years ago, I did an interview with, um, with Amy. I yeah, you can probably find it somewhere on, on Washington Literacy site. Uh, and what I said at the end was that one of the things that I was most proud of was that I was 
I was helping making friends for our country by giving these people a good experience, helping them learn English, but getting them out involved in cultural things and making making them understand that Americans can be friendly and reach out and you know, mm -hmm. be friends. Um, I felt that we were making ambassadors for the U.S. going back to their own countries, in a sense. And I felt really, really proud about that, I guess, is the word to use. I felt that we were making ambassadors for the U.S. With this quote, Marty perfectly describes the core principle for working with ESL learners, making them feel welcome and involved in their new community. As always, thanks again for tuning in to Literacy Mike. If you'd like to help with Washtenaw Literacy's mission of providing literacy support free of charge to adults, be sure to check out our website at washtenawliteracy.org for ways that you can get involved. Until next time, this has been the Literacy Mike Podcast.